relationships I go through And I give it all away Just so I could say that But I know, I know, I know, I know That you're gonna be okay. We're gonna start this one off old school, everybody Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls Children of all ages Welcome to Just Another Why Guys Podcast I felt it was appropriate to start at old school because we're going to talk a little wrestling, and, and that, of course, intro is an homage to one of the greatest tag teams of all time, and uh, the Road Dog Jesse James and Badass Billy Gunn, the New Age Outlaws. My mom used to hate it when I would do that uh, in the car, and uh, my sister hated it, and so I think it's fun that whenever they have to listen to this podcast, sometimes they have to hear that annoying intro. So I brought it back for this one, because that's the kind of nice guy that I am. Anyway, we're back. We took a week off. Um, I, it was an unplanned week off. I really wanted to do a podcast last week, um, and I tried to pretend that I was okay with the fact that Minnesota Wild flamed out after five games in the playoffs, after getting the most points in franchise history for a regular season. <laughs> and my guest is already being an asshole. Um, but I, I just I wasn't okay with it, and uh, so here we are. We're back, and uh, I'm joined today by. A person I've talked to many, many times, but I've only actually met in person once. It's the one and only Kylie. I don't even know how to say your last name, actually. (laughs) It's Patillo. Patillo. Kylie Patillo joins us. I just refer, I almost always just refer to you as Ninja Britches. Yeah, that's what everybody does. It's just easier. The, the The looks that I get when I, when I say that and, and Nikki is around, it's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) <laughs> I was like, no, it's Kylie. Oh, Kylie. Ninja underwear? <laughs> Not, yeah, what? what? So we uh, obviously did a podcast previewing the Stanley Cup uh, playoffs a couple weeks ago, uh, Nikki and myself, and I, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't write them down, um, but I'm pretty sure I didn't get a single series right. Um, you, you only missed the Blackhawks. Nikki and I both agreed that uh, because you had asked the question, will the Rangers be letting me down? Those of you that don't know, Kylie's uh, a fan of the New York Rangers for I don't really know why. Why are you a Rangers fan? Uh, you know, I, was, I turned on the TV like probably 2000-ish. I think that's when I started really watching hockey. And they were losing. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to go for them. <laughs> Right, because they just constantly let me down. So just keep going for the losers. Right. And it just stuck. So I've just been a Rangers fan ever since. That's a, like uh, them when they're low, I guess. I don't know. Oh, that... I, I wish I'd asked that question of you long ago because that explain, explains so much more about you than I ever realized. <laughs> Does that explain the uh, the guys on wrestling now? <laughs> Now I get, now everything makes sense. It all clicked. It, I just I, I had my uh, I had my epiphany and now I understand. <laughs> Your aha moment. Exactly. So you you have Welcome. to be you had to have been a little excited that uh, the Rangers were able to get out of the first round and then a little less excited after last night. Well, you know, yeah. What is that? Five three lead, blow it, and double OT. Jeez. And give up four straight goals to one guy? <laughs> That's impressive. Well, you can give up, uh, you can give up, giving up four goals is, is one thing and losing in double overtime, but you give up four goals to one the dude? The same guy. We're not even going to try covering him. That was we're the issue. We're trying for a new angle. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know angle. what they were doing, but 
it was not it was not good for you. Um, but hey, my team didn't even make it out of the uh, the first round. So yeah, you guys talked all Kylie's. Her team's just gonna lose in the first round. Ours is going really far. Well, what, you know, what is that over there? I can't. I can't. I, I never buy into the Rangers because no. I just don't. I don't trust them ever to do anything. And you no. know, congratulations to them. They were able to get through, and and uh, you know they they did the thing. Who did they even play? I can't even remember now. The last round. Yeah. <laughs> I only caught I only caught forty five minutes of the game. I don't even know the game that they won to seal the deal. That's, I don't that's know. all that you watched. That's, you're a huge fan. Uh, it's, it's good to see it's what a been, fan you are. It's been a busy few weeks. Okay. Oh, has it? What yeah. What's been going on in your world? Huh? What's been going on in your world? Why are you uh, so busy? I got I got a new promotion, so. I've been learning all that and doing some overtime there. Nice. And we had a friend's dog died, so we had to go over and comfort them. So oh, that's been good. Kind of a, yeah. I think they ate, like, a mushroom in the backyard or something. Oh. It died within, like, seven hours. Oh, Jesus. Of getting, starting to get sick. Yeah, it was bad. That, well, that's depressing. Bring, way to bring it down. Yeah, nice job, Kylie. Way to go. I'm sorry. You're supposed to you're supposed to bring some positivity and some upliftingness to the show and eh, dog died because it ate a mushroom. Well, here it's here's just, some positivity. You tell Nikki someone's on her side. I also dip my grilled cheese and ketchup. Yeah, eat it, Dana. Yeah. Oh, you guys played Montreal. That's right. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Because all the Canada teams basically bombed out the first round too. Well, not all of them. Um. Yeah. Everybody except uh, Edmonton and Ottawa. You know, the, except yeah. for the one team that's whooping your team's ass right now. Yeah. 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 Who's probably gonna take it? <laughs> I gotta I, this round at least. I gotta say, the only team that's still in the playoffs that I like, or actually, not that I like, I don't really like them, but the only team I don't hate is the Edmonton Oilers. So I'm excited to see that uh, they're up two nothing. They won two games uh, in Anaheim, so they're gonna have a chance to go home and close out that series. Yeah, um, that'll be fun. I'll be okay with them beating the Ducks. That's pretty awesome that uh, that uh, they're they're back in the playoffs after you know they were routinely picking you know the top of the draft. And uh, it just goes to show you when you finally hit on that one player, you know, Connor McDavid, holy shit. That kid is something special. If yeah. You, if, if you're listening to this podcast and, and you, you're not familiar with Connor McDavid, you should uh, educate yourself because that kid is special. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I foresee uh, your, your Rangers are going to have a, a little bit of a tough time. But uh, they get to go home yeah. and uh, you never know what can happen. They just got to win. It, they always say that uh, the series doesn't start until you lose on home ice. So if they can go back to the garden and uh, win a couple games, you know, you never know what happens. Yeah, I, I, I'd like to think they would, but I know they like to disappoint at home too. <laughs> right. Oh well. What are you gonna do? So you, yeah. um, you, you, you're, you've been a big supporter of local hockey because you guys have, uh, is it the USHL? That's yeah, there? we have USHL. That uh, how how did you was it just something you started doing or why did why did you get involved with that? Um, I went to my first game there, so it would have been about two thousand. Um, my friend, her parents had season tickets and they just took me along one game when I was in middle school and I was hooked. 
And I ended up getting my first job was at that building for the Lincoln Stars doing concession stands. So nice. I don't know. It's just always kind of been go back home where you know your hockey is. And so then you just now this year uh, from the tweets that I would uh-huh. see, it seemed like you weren't super uh, stoked on uh, going to the games this year. No, uh, they got bought out by a new owner and uh they've been doing more to appeal to new fans which is fine right but they've been in our town since 96 and we're not that big of a town so the fans you got are kind of the fans you got right they did more alienate the season ticket holders they gave the like one one game a season people way more perks than they gave the season ticket people and Ooh, that's not a good that's not a good sign no and we have this the coach is starting to drive me nuts too cuz i've noticed if we get like a former nhl player if their kids come right to the team they they try to spotlight on those kids mm-hmm. and th- this year we have two of primos kids okay and the forward is he's pretty good, but the goalie needs work big time, and he should be the backup goalie because we do have a really good. Uh, well, now he's the backup goalie, but he should be the first star, uh, first player. But right. um, they've just been playing Primo just because his last name's Primo. This kid lets in an average of five goals a game. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> so we were. We were number one team for like three weeks, and then that was with the other kid, the other goalie. And then, you know, as soon as we got to number one, they're like, yeah, let's put Primo in. And he opened every game, started every game. Uh oh. I think we just lost Kylie. Oh, there she is. She's back. I think they like yank him at, uh, yep. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I heard it cut out. But they they have uh, the primo kid open for every game. He'd let five goals in, and then the coach wouldn't wouldn't pull him until he hit five goals. That seems like a bad way to coach. Yeah, I mean, I'm so, not I'm not a professional I'm not a professional hockey mind or anything like that. But that that seems like a, a bad way to go. Yeah. So that kind of wore on me. So I just quit. And the, the jump the shark for me was they did a wedding on the ice (laughs) during intermission. I was like, yep, that's the last game I went to. So you weren't, uh, you you didn't like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I would be all right with that. No, the proposals, the proposals, like on the kiss cam sort of thing, like those are bad enough. I don't know. Do we really, I mean, so you're so you're like in it. you're in Lincoln. So you're in the heart of uh, Cornhusker football country. What's that? Oh. And I, I've never I've never seen you talk about it. So I'm assuming you hate it. Um, I hate it. What's What's it like to hate something that's so much a part of the town that you live in? Um. Well, to give you an idea, uh, not even football. Like any. Anything Husker related is huge here. Even like men's basketball, even though men's basketball has always sucked in Nebraska. Um, when I was in middle school, I went to see uh, the Jayhawks were my favorite men's basketball team. And they had two games at the Devaney. So we went there and I 
um, I wore blue and I got booed while I was going up to the stands to sit next to the KU right. people. So, you know, and I was probably 12 then. So oh. it's grown adults booing it, you know, a 12 year old. Cornhuskers keeping it classy. That's right. And then, um, you know, by the time that game got over, we were parked next to um, another car that had, like, Jayhawk stickers on it and stuff, like right. an identifying car, and they got their tires slashed. Jesus. So that's what it's like. It sucks. Although I get a good cackle every time the Cornhuskers let them down. Just a good cackle. <laughs> because they're still hanging their hat on that 97 championship for football. Yeah. I, and they've never gotten close since. No. I, uh, I'm, I, I remember that very well because I believe I bet against them um, with someone at my high school and it cost me money. And so I've, I've always hated Nebraska. For uh, good reason. for many many reasons, but that one the the fact that it cost me money was the uh, the number one. Um, so we won't, you know now we'll, you you could probably make money going against them now. I probably could. The, what really sucks for me is that uh, the coach from my school, which is Oregon State, left and went to coach at Nebraska, which was a pretty big shock. And I'm actually surprised that of all the people that Nebraska probably could have hired, I'm not really sure why they hired Mike Riley. Um, I, he didn't seem like the guy that would turn around that program. Um, but, uh, it's very weird for me to see, uh, him on, on the sidelines for, uh, for the Cornhuskers. So, well, I hear people here really like him though. Cause he's not mean like Bo was, which is why I loved Bo. Right. Cause he pissed so many people off here. <laughs> It's like, yes, that's my dude. I don't, I'm not even going to watch any of the games, but I just know he's pissing people off. You finally get you. You finally found someone that uh, was was mean to him, so you get it. I get the sense that you that uh, if someone is mean to someone, that that is a uh, a winning point for you. Well, I mean, or is it or is it just it. if it's if it's mean against something that you already don't like? That's it. Yeah. Okay. All right. There it's you go. an automatic point right there. So that makes sense. If they ever want to bring Bo Pelini back, I'll buy a shirt. <laughs> You should. They probably won't, but you know they, I'm all about it. If they have a bad season again this year, you should make yourself a shirt that says "Bring Back Bo" and just wear it around yes. town. You got it. You you happening. totally should do that. I'm going to bring back Bo. I I didn't expect to talk about the Cornhuskers, so this is a weird dive, a, a weird uh, a weird shift. Um, all right. I've only been i've I've only been to Nebraska once. And I was to drive through Nebraska, so I don't really oh, know anything. Sense. I don't really know anything about Nebraska. Um, what was was what was it like growing up in Nebraska? Well, I mean, it's grown a lot in the last thirty years. When I was living in Air Park, when I was like four, I remember just being like one of three houses in my neighborhood, and the rest right. was like fields. Okay, but it's expanded a lot. It's not bad because. You know, I mean, we got a good diversity thing going on, even though people think redneck when they hear Nebraska. Right. And we, we have running water and electricity. <laughs> that is a You're thing still, here. Still working on the indoor plumbing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, still got to pee out in the outhouse, <laughs> but we're all right. <laughs> Maybe next year we'll get some. I don't know. Well, the the one – Nikki and I had this conversation yesterday because we were um, – we were watching a show on Netflix about Kentucky, and 
it was um it's it's a show called Mind of a Chef. So it's it's they're talking to this this chef from Kentucky and he's talking about this nuanced food that he does and all this stuff. And Nikki's like, I just I don't know that much about Kentucky, but when I think of Kentucky, I don't think of anything that's nuanced or no. like any any sort of the stuff. And I, but what I told her is that this guy's in Louisville, Kentucky, and so you have the University of Louisville there. Right. Generally, in in states like Kentucky and Nebraska and uh, Mississippi and stuff like that, places where you don't think of uh, maybe uh, div- more of a diverse culture, you kind of have a one line of thinking about that area. If you go to where the universities are, those tend to have more diversity because of the 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 people that end up coming there because right. generally especially a large state university you're not just going to get the people from you know that town and just a little bit outside i mean you get people come from everywhere um to go to those schools and especially schools that have sports programs um that bring in you know people from all over the country you know you start to develop you know other things there and they the university towns tend to be more liberal, um, you know, or more progressive, uh, in, in the way they do things than, you know, if you go to the middle of nowhere in Nebraska in a little town. You know? Right. Well, central city, avoid that. Just that's <laughs> come to Lincoln, come to Omaha, avoid central city. Central city. Yeah. Isn't that where the flash <laughs> is? I want to see the Should flash be. though. <laughs> You're gonna see the flash on meth if you go Ooh, to Central City. The flash on meth. That's yeah. that. Hey, uh, mark that down, DC TV, uh, Berlanti Universe. Uh, the 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 flash on meth. It could be an interesting <laughs> episode. Yeah. Well, he could be on meth, and then he could also attempt to save. Here's the bad thing about Central City is it's like one of our top. I think it's one of the top Midwest sex trafficking areas. Ooh. Which is odd. I, the population is like a hundred there. I swear. What are they so, trafficking in? Farm animals. <laughs> you. <laughs> well, I mean, if there's only a hundred people, so I mean, is there one? Is there just one person doing right? the trafficking, have, or like? I have no idea, but because immigration, we have to check all these things, like identifying factors of criminal backgrounds and stuff. Right. A lot of times, central cities getting hit for. For sex trafficking, so I don't know what they're doing, but it's not good. So if you guys, if you guys need a reason to not like Kylie, you can like, you can not like her because she's a government employee and I she's am a government employee. But you have a badge, which is cool. I do. I would just be like, I just if I had a badge, like I'd show that thing everywhere. I'd be like, oh, I have me. a badge, and I also have one of those flippy. Like they come up and they're like, "I'm detective, whatever," and it's yeah. got credentials. Yeah, I got one of those. Yeah, things. that I do. Yeah. I would be showing. I'd be showing that thing all over the place. <laughs> right? I'd be like, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, yeah. Excuse uh, me. You see this? It looks awesome. Let me through. Homeland Security, coming through, coming through. <laughs> beep beep beep. Fuck you, Homeland Security. <laughs> don't you know that? Don't you know that ISIS could be coming anytime? <laughs> Fucking Homeland Security, let me through. <laughs> I'm here to stop shit. Well, I'll, I will handle this. <laughs> You see the badge? I'm official. Do you know what this badge means? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. It means, I'm em- it means I'm fucking employed. <laughs> so get out of my way. That's right. I can pay my bills. Move to the left. I'm coming through. <laughs> so 
what's interesting is that you are the second guest of this podcast that has trained uh, in professional wrestling. Oh, my, who was the other one? My cousin, my cousin Skyler. Okay, loves wrestling and. Uh, for his birthday, it was for his birthday or for Christmas. I'm, I I can't remember. Um, his wife got him like four training sessions uh, with a indie wrestling group. Nice. What sucked though is like on a rolling bump, like the first night, like he like jacked up his shoulder, and so like he never actually got to go back because oh, no. because he thought they thought that he broke his arm, and so he had to have. Like a bunch of like x-rays and stuff. And so it ended up costing them so much more money uh, in medical bills that he hasn't been able to go back and do it. But oh, you also man. have trained in professional wrestling. How did that get started? Uh, that got started with my friend. His name is Josh. He had always wanted to. And he just wanted, well, and I always wanted to too. But there's not really many places here in Nebraska, oddly enough, to do indie wrestling. I always thought that this would be like kind of a farming place for it since it's always rednecks that love wrestling. Right. But he did some online research and he found this place in, uh, I think it was in Kearney. And he asked me if I wanted to go and I said, sure. And we went and I couldn't walk for like three weeks. After that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. I wish I would have stuck with it because now I'm stuck at my government job. <laughs> did you only you only went once? Oh, I went three times. Okay. Did they I make you do times. did they make you do like Hindu squats and stuff like that? Uh I can't remember doing that, but we did like this was the one that almost killed me. Just basic running for a mile. Right. <laughs> my ass doesn't do cardio. <laughs> we actually we did do a few Hindu squats and stuff, but man. The worst thing for me was front bumps. Right. Because boobs. Yeah. Not good. No. I wouldn't think that would be very fun. No. In fact, I have boobs, so I can fully appreciate how much that (laughs) wouldn't be fun, actually. Yeah. No, that was bad. They're like, just, you're bracing for it. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm bracing for it. I'm not trying to give myself a mammogram over here. (laughs) I would have just, you would have thought that they could have just... I don't know, taking the bump in a little bit of a different way that it wouldn't just, you know, squish the girls right? like that. <laughs> Bastards. Well, it's more of a male-run company anyway. Right. I totally yeah, see why they didn't consider it. That's fair enough. Yeah. What, so your friend wanted to do that, but when did the interest in wrestling start? Did Did you just come in, like, for the Attitude Era or, like, how yeah, did you I get started? Yeah, I came in the Attitude Area. Attitude and area. what happened was, here's how I found it, because nobody in my family watches it. Right. Um, back in the day, there used to be a roller derby show uh-huh. on USA, I believe. No, it was on, it was on TNN. No, it, it used to be it on. It was on TNN. It was on after yeah. ECW. Yep. Okay, so I would. They had, uh, they had roller derby. That. They had roller derby and Monster Jam. Monster Jam, yeah. So that's how I got it. I would wait for roller derby to come on. One day I turned the TV on before it was on. And I was like, what is this? Okay. Hooked, done. Nice. story. Just, yep, in wrestling that way. Awesome. So, so yeah. was the first wrestling that you saw actually ECW then on TNN? Well, probably. See, and I didn't know that 
there was separated shows. Right. Companies or whatever. I didn't know that at the time. So whatever was on, I didn't really pay attention to it until it all was WWF. Right. See, because what happened is, and this is way too nerdy for a lot of people who are going to not care about wrestling, but so ECW got on TNN and they were on for about, I think, like 11 months. And then TNN decided that they would go on because Raw was on USA Network. And then okay. they moved to TNN, which then became Spike. Um, so they moved over. And when that happened, ECW kind of was shit out of luck. And that was kind of the beginning of the end of ECW at that point. So it's it's possible. I would have to look and see. I don't remember. I don't remember Roller Jam ever being on after Raw. So you must have. It would have had to have. That's you, what it was the, called. The first, the first thing you would have to have seen would have been ECW. I think. Well, I'll take it. Yeah, because it, it the change had to happen right around there. Because I yeah. don't really ever remember being like, oh, ECW. Right. So. So at, that's interesting. What uh, what's what's like your what's like your first wrestling memory? It's so weird to me because I've. I've watched wrestling since like 1987 or 88. And so that's like a full like 12 years before the Attitude Era started really. Right. And so it's 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 interesting to me for people to be like, "Yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin was the first person I ever saw in wrestling." I'm like, "Jesus Christ, I'm old." <laughs> You're not that much older than me. I just got into it. Like- right, no, I know, but it's like, <laughs> "I got I've been watching this shit for a long time." Right. I think my my first real memory of watching wrestling, I know I was watching it before, was uh, I think it was just because it was like, oh, my God. And part of me was still like, this is real. Real shit happening here is when uh, Hardy did the Swanton bomb from way up high, and I thought he died. So that was probably, probably my first real memory of it. Like from... Like when he was did it the Titantron or the cage? I can't remember what he's on. He was on right. Titantron. Oh, okay. like from way up high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's done I a bunch like of. That was he's done first. a bunch of them. Yeah, he has. Because he's insane. Yeah, there's no way I'd get my ass up there to do that. You want me to what? No, thank you. So if if the Hardys were one of your first your first uh, things that drew you into wrestling, how 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 excited were you when they showed up at WrestleMania? I had no clue they were showing up. Apparently, everybody knew but me. So I was pretty excited about I, it. Although I, I wouldn't I was, say I wouldn't say everybody knew. A lot of people knew that they. A lot of people expected them to be coming back to WWE pretty soon. There weren't that many people that knew that they were coming back for WrestleMania. Okay, that makes so me feel better. So anybody that anybody that tries to tell you that is full Liar. of shit. Okay, we'll go with that. Yeah, a lot of people expected them. A lot of people expected them the next night on on uh, on the Raw after WrestleMania, but you know, not too many people were saying not too many. And and it's a funny story because Matt and Jeff were kayfabing really hard about about that because they weren't there early in the day. Like they were at their hotel uh, until like after the show had started and they ran into some fans down in the lobby of the hotel they were staying at, which is a different hotel than the WWE people. Right. And 
at one point, Jeff was like, oh, well, you know, we've, we've had a long weekend. I'm tired. I think I'm going to go up and get some sleep. And they went out a back door and got in a van and went to the stadium. So there are people like two hours before they showed up in front of 75,000 people that were like, oh, yeah, we just saw them in the hotel. They're not going to be there. Right. So that's, that's, that's good that's planning, pretty strong. though. That's pretty strong. I love when they do that. So you were so but- you were very excited when when that uh, when that music hit. I was, but then a part of me was like, "All right, they're obviously going to win the titles." Right. <laughs> Which bummed me out because they were really building up the whole Enzo and I love Enzo and you know Sheamus and them, and they were already you know, all right, we're going to have our own to battle out to who gets the titles, and then yeah, that had to be that had to be tough for you because that was like a a full ring full of. The, all the terrible people that you like in wrestling. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I, I I like to give Kylie a hard time because <laughs> Kylie has the worst taste in wrestling. Men. It, it, men, I, and men in yeah. general. I I think every time I see, anytime I see a greasy haired, tattooed, bearded. You already know. Fuck boy. I'm like, hey, I should send this to Kylie because this is going to be her new crush. When I, uh, I in fact, in it. fact, when I was watching NXT the night before WrestleMania, this dude Alistair Black showed up, and I was like, "Hey Kylie, I tweeted you. I was like, Hey Kylie, I got someone for you, Alistair Black. You should look him up." And literally, what, I think, I think, later? I think maybe he went into like your top five right away. Yeah, like two days later, Heather was like, Kylie, check this guy out. I was like, Dustin already called it. You're yeah. late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I, can, I, can, I can pick out the terrible men that you'll like in like 30 <laughs> seconds. Oh, God. I don't what so you have to explain. Is it is it the greasy hair? Is it the tattoos? Man, I wish what I is knew. it? So, I, I mean. Don't know. They all, because I mean, they all basically are the same guy. They just all have different names. Yeah, basically. I Luke mean, and Braun. Oh, Braun Strowman. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I have no idea what it is about Braun. Have you seen? So have, I need that have you seen, to me. I don't know what it is. Have you seen the Braun um, Tinder selfie that's made its way around the internet? <laughs> the thing where yes. he's like showing his. Uh, like his, like the guns and his abs, and he's got the little V down by, you know, yep. pointing down to his man section. I'm like, I bet that's a picture that Kylie enjoys. <laughs> but I'm, hey, I'm not, I'm not hating on the guy. If I looked like that, I would have, that would have countless. I'm not even good looking, and I have way too many selfies out in the world. He isn't either. That's what I'm saying. He's, he's not, not good looking either. Yeah, but I mean, at least he's like, you know, athletic and like got muscles and works out and stuff. I guess that's I guess that's all you need to do for me. I don't know, <laughs> which is hilarious because I don't work out. <laughs> What's great is when he first started, and he was part of the Wyatt family. He always looked like he had this dumb smile on his face, like yeah. he had this weird smirk that he couldn't control. And that like he finally has gotten that part figured out because he would stand in the ring and it would just be like he has this dumb look on his face. It's like how is anyone supposed to take this guy seriously as a bad guy? <laughs> Yeah, he does this thing now where he sticks his tongue out, which right. drives me nuts because he looks fucking ridiculous doing it too. But look, I don't drives know. you nuts in a good way, like it turns you on because you're sick <laughs> in the head. <laughs> it actually turns me off, but we'll go oh, with okay. that. 
Speaking of things that turn me off, I had the unfortunate situation of clicking onto a link that your friend Aaron posted about something on Tumblr, which... No, that was Heather. Oh, Heather. Heather. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I read, like, the first paragraph, and I was like, nope, 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 deleted, delete. I was, I started chanting delete, 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 like I was the fucking Hardys. Yeah, yeah. Don't... Don't click back on and scroll down the rest of the page. Oh God, no! There's way no, no, no. more. I I read rubbing her something, and then I was like, <laughs> nope, no, I'm done. See ya, bye. Yeah, Heather has a tendency to write fan fiction and makes people she knows the stars <laughs> of the story. <laughs> oh. oh, well, Heather, I'm assuming Heather will hear this. Heather doesn't live that far away from me, so if you come to Texas, you can do the double. You can see Heather, and then you yeah. can come and visit. I mean, it's like 100 miles away. I don't even think you're in Houston? Yeah. But I, don't even I know live if it's 100 miles. Well, where I live in Houston, for, like, because okay. I live clear on the other side of Houston from her. Okay. That and Houston, Houston is a big ass place. I was going to say, because we went to Houston when I was down there the last time, but you weren't living there yet. No. Houston, yeah, and Houston, so I live, I literally live on the Houston, like the city limit line of Houston in the far uh, southwest. Okay. So, I basically, I live about as far away from Heather as possible while still living in Houston. Gotcha. So, yeah, it's it's a ways. But, you know. If you're coming all the way from Nebraska, I mean, what's another, you know, hour and a half? Well, yeah. Plus, I have a Whatever. pool, you know. Yeah, she doesn't have a pool. And alcohol. I have a beer fridge. So, you okay, know. I'm there. Life is good. Um, right. But, yeah, that uh, fan fiction thing, too much for me. I, <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah, well, there's one of her and Corey Graves. Oh. Her, and, her and Triple H, I think. What? Me oh, and God. Wade Barrett, me and Baron Corbin, Aaron and Seamus, <laughs> me and Christian, and so then you, me and Birdman. So you I, got I'm to, so you got to, so you got to see his peep. Yeah. Nice. Birdman. <laughs> yeah, the bird, the Birdman one, the basketball player. That one I don't get at all. That dude is yeah, just. You you hate all you want. I love Birdman. Plus, like he's like seven feet tall. Actually, yeah. he would probably like you because you could probably just give him oral while standing while up. While standing, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, probably, that probably there's perks be bad. to being five foot three. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Exactly. You've you uh you've you've, you've joined. If you're just joining us, uh, you picked a great time Sorry. to tune into the show. Although, I mean, they would all have had to listen to it up to this point anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Um, God damn it. How do I transition out of this? Um, um. Uh, well, let's talk about... So, tonight is the first WWE pay-per-view after WrestleMania. We, uh, we're, it, it's payback time. Very mm-hmm. exciting. I, I couldn't care less about a wrestling show. I don't, I don't know that I've cared less about a wrestling show... In my yeah. life, I don't even know who the matches are tonight. It's it's not a. It, what's interesting is that it's not necessarily a bad lineup. It's just like I, I don't really care. Was it because WrestleMania wasn't all that great? Like we've had almost we had two bad pay per views in a row. You know, 
that we just think this one's going to be bad too. And I didn't I didn't dislike WrestleMania. My issue with WrestleMania is it was so goddamn long. Yeah. Like I don't like that's what makes me nervous to go to WrestleMania next year. I don't want to be in the Superdome for 8 hours. Oh fuck. That's a good point. It's like I would rather I would rather go to like NXT and go to a bunch of cool like there's going to be so many wrestling shows in New Orleans yeah. those 4 days. I would almost rather do that and then go back to cuz I think my plan is I would like to rent a house and just yes, have a bunch I'm of people in with stay. that. And I'd rather just do and then just like watch the pay-per-view on the network. Like that almost sounds know. like a better plan to me. And it'll save you money too. So, um then you won't be disappointed. Yeah, exactly. So, uh the show we got uh Chris Jericho against Kevin Owens. Oh yes, okay, for the title. With the uh US title on the line. Of course, uh Chris Jericho heading back out on the road with Fozzie uh this uh spring and summer. So this is tomorrow night on Raw is his last scheduled uh appearance uh for uh Raw for a while. So likely that at somehow Kevin Owens retains the US title. Whether or not right. he wins, I mean, probably do like some sort of DQ finish or something like that, so to can you know, so they have something to do when he comes back. Maybe I don't really right. know. Uh, the Hardys against uh, a couple of your uh, other fuckboys, Sheamus and Cesaro. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> pipe down over there. <laughs> What's uh, wrong with Cesaro? Nothing's wrong with Cesaro. Sheamus okay. looks. Sheamus just looks like a big dummy. <laughs> he does. I'm jealous of that hair. I, like I wish I could get my hair to stick up like that, though. That would feel better yeah. about myself in life. Hey, and at least he's not braiding that beard again. Yeah, that's that's better. That was bad. And then we have one of what might be one of the weirdest matches, and we don't even know what it'll be because they haven't actually explained what a House of Horrors match is, uh, yeah. but Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton, which apparently now is no longer a title match. Oh, really? Which is weird. I heard that the other night. Um, Neville versus Austin Aries, which will probably be the best match on the show. I was just going to say, I was shocked that they didn't put that on the main WrestleMania instead of did it on the pre-show. Cause I think that would have been the best match of WrestleMania as yeah, well. It was, it was, it was a, I think they have a really good chance of, of tearing the house down tonight. Uh, yep. Brownie, the snowman versus, uh, the big dog, Roman Reigns. <laughs> so do you think, do you think even though everyone knows that, Roman's brother passed away and that they'll still boo him tonight? Yeah, I I think that he's definitely going to get booed out of the house. Yeah. That's bad about his brother, man. Both of them are gone now, Rosie. It's and awful. Yeah. Too many dead wrestlers. It makes me sad. And young dead wrestlers, too. <sighs> That's too depressing of a conversation. Yep. Bump dead dogs. Up. Dead dogs and then dead wrestlers. Thanks a lot, Kylie. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Totally forgot we talked about dead dogs. I'm sorry. Seth, I didn't need to bring that twice. Seth, Seth Rollins and his somehow magically healed knee uh, against Samoa Joe. <laughs> yeah. Who you got on that one? Well, as much as I want to see Joe win, I don't think that's going to happen. So, I'm, you know, I... I don't ever. My problem is all these guys that I really like 
like Joe and Kevin Owens. Like the fact that they've pushed they pushed Kevin Owens for as long as they did shocks me. That with yeah. Vince McMahon is in, with Vince McMahon in charge, I I can't believe that they pushed him as world champion for as long as they did, which was awesome because I love Kevin, just like I love AJ and Joe and all these guys. So, uh, but yeah, I'm pretty sure Seth is going to win that. Uh, yeah, and then they have Bailey versus Alexa Bliss. Yeah, I'm tired of this matchup already. <laughs> Are you? They haven't even had a match yet. I Alexa know. Bliss just came over from SmackDown. <laughs> How are you tired of it already? I don't know. I just... Because you know that Sasha's going to get involved somehow. But here's the thing. Bailey is in her hometown, and WWE loves to beat people in their hometown. That's true. Do you think that they would beat her and just hear them just so they can get another big boo? I don't know. They love the boos. I think they they do. And finally, your boys... Enzo and Cass versus <laughs> Gallows and Anderson. Explain to me the Enzo thing. What's 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 your infatuation with Enzo? I have no Enzo? idea. Here's the best part is I you know how I sometimes quit watching wrestling for a little bit, right? Go on a break. So I went on a bit of a break. The last wrestle, the last wrestling show I watched would have been uh, Raw after WrestleMania in New Orleans in 2014. And then when I came back to New Orleans for my birthday, we watched one of the pay-per-views, and he came out, and I looked at everybody in the room, and I went, who the hell is this dude looking like a skunk with his hair, and his, ew, don't like him. Two months later, I'm like, love this guy. I don't know. What is it? Please help me. I, I can't. See, I, I really enjoy, Enzo has a ton of charisma. He's yes. weird. The thing about Enzo is he's different than anybody else on that show. Yep. So that makes him interesting. Uh, I enjoy the just, promos. Oof. The the look is I don't know. I can't explain it and why it's you, not sexy. <laughs> apparently it is because you seem all into it. I don't you know weirdo. what it is. Maybe it's the chest hair. Cass Cass That's just it. Cass just looks like a seven foot doll seven foot tall Oscar Mayer wiener. I come up to his nipple. Nice. Yeah, I know that because I got a picture with him at the other WrestleMania. Very nice. It's exciting times. Yeah. So are are we going to not see you for hours on end while you try to uh, track down wrestlers on Bourbon Street? I will not be doing that. No, All the wrestlers I found were just on accident last oh, okay. time. All in passing. Oh, and access. I found them at access, oh, but okay. you're supposed to find them there. Right. Yeah. You, that, you are allowed to find them there. Yes. <laughs> Kylie was like, I'm at Access, but would you like a little Access? You can totally get a VIP pass. <laughs> My VIP passes are much less expensive. <laughs> you just have to make a special deposit. They are free. Nikki <laughs> uh, in the background uh, just went Gross. <laughs> That leads. Hey that, boy, we could write a fan fiction about yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To be like, hey, um, so my friend wrote this fan fiction. Would you like to act it out? Yeah, you want to make it come true? <laughs> Look, it. I already have it planned out. You just just read it. It's like just read it, the script. It'll be just like your match. Just read the script, and we'll just do it spot for spot, and everything will be fine. Yeah. Boom! I'll let you be the winner. <laughs> I will put you over. I will put you over. <laughs> So sadly, 
Um, I, I guess you're not the uh, the superstar that I had hoped you would be. Uh, my post on Facebook did not garner a lot of questions. Uh, I know, what which is hell? sad. Of course, you know it's the middle of the day on Sunday. People are out having lives and stuff like that, so they're probably not looking at Facebook. We did get one, and since we're talking wrestling, Nikki would like to know what your favorite WWE entrance song is. So let's let's, let's do this. Let's do this as a two-parter. What's your favorite current song, and what's your all-time favorite? Current favorite, you're, you're gonna love it. It's uh, Seamus and Cesaro's mix. What? I oh love it, and I think it has to do with the entrance of them just while podcast out. over. Protect the five pole. We'll see you later. I'm out of here. Terrible. Oh god, terrible. 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 What terrible? What's uh, what's your all time favorite? All time favorite. Probably the Hardys. Right. That's a good one. It's a classic. Yeah. Probably the Hardys or. Stone Cold. You can always go with Stone Cold. There's, that glass break is the best. Yeah, the glass break. I still, I still get chills when I when I think of the glass breaking. Yeah. I I, I think I've only been in an arena once when the glass broke. I think. That makes you want to pass out, don't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I need yeah. to. I, I keep hoping that he's going to show up at a show that I'll be on. And and something good. That was that was awesome because I went to Royal Rumble and Shawn Michaels came out in front of the live audience and they played his music and I got so happy again because I hadn't heard it since um, I went to the last WrestleMania I went to in Phoenix, which was um, when Undertaker and Shawn had their second match and and Shawn retired uh, and then oh, he came yeah. out the next night on Raw. So it was awesome to be back in Texas and. And and to hear Shawn Michaels' music in in front of all those people that was that was pretty awesome. Um, my favorite my favorite current uh, theme is uh, "Glorious" for Bobby Roode. Yeah, is, "Glorious" is a great one, and I love Nakamura's. Nakamura's um, is a great one too. You and, know what? Uh, Let me think about this. Yeah, exactly. And I'll get back to you. <laughs> yeah, can you can you rethink this and instead of I your terrible the, choice? The reason why I like that one is really just because you like it. I you like love... it because you know that in about ten seconds you're going to get to see Sheamus in all his Irish pasty glory. That's <laughs> no, why you I like think that song. It's Cesaro really that builds it up. Oh, okay. Give it to Cesaro. What's great is I d- so I downloaded. AJ's theme song, Nakamura's theme song, and Bobby Roode's theme song, and I have them uh, as part of like a playlist of stuff. And so, yeah. like, we'll just be driving. Like, it happened on our way to lunch. We're listening to regular tunes, and then all of a sudden, the piano for the start of the Bobby Roode song starts, and I'm like, oh, and I turn it up real loud, and then we just have to sing "Glorious" for three minutes, and it's <laughs> it's great. You know what's interesting is that that "Glorious" initially was f- supposed to be for Nakamura. Was it? Yeah. Which, yeah, when you I'm think about it, it's like, that. that never would have worked. No. Bobby Roode. That, see, Bobby Roode was never supposed to be like the, in like the position that he's in. But that entrance, man, there's... I'm excited to... Uh, I, I was at the NXT show in San Antonio, and being a part of that live is so much fun. There's that energy of the sing-along. It's, it's yeah. pretty cool. I like Finn's too. Finn's got a good one. Yep, that's that's a good yeah. one too. But uh, glorious is how I woke up every day at New Orleans in November. <laughs> <laughs> J-Ro had it on his phone, and he was always the first one up, and he would just blare it and wake nice. all of us up when he was ready to go do something. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, 
that's enough wrestling talk. I'm sure everyone that uh, enjoys all the wrestling talk has already turned tuned out. So uh, yep. we apologize for that. But yeah, <laughs> not super exciting. We uh, we are going to WrestleMania. Well, at least we're going to New Orleans. Well, maybe yes. we, who knows if we're actually going to be at WrestleMania at this point or not. But <laughs> New Orleans is going to be a good time. I am. Uh, I think I, I, my plan is I want to get there on Thursday and be yeah. there and, and be there until probably at least Monday. So I, yeah, I, I don't I know that I want to go to WrestleMania. Time. I definitely want to try to go to the Raw after WrestleMania, but that's such a hard ticket to get. So many yeah. people want to go to that. Uh, Raw was awesome. Raw being there at Raw after WrestleMania is like the best atmosphere ever. Although, th- I, I hope they don't do the beach balls again. I thought the beach ball thing was stupid. Yeah. It annoys me. Yeah, I love that uh, Neville didn't do the red arrow because of the beach balls. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, so let's uh, we'll wrap things up with uh, with some fun talk. We also share now the reason we know each other is Brown the great the greatest comedian. Not, not, I love him. He's not the greatest comedian, but no. he's he's one of my favorite comedians. Um, the the uh, the man, the myth, the uh, the legend himself, legend. Ralphie May. So love Ralphie May. How so we we started being friends because of Ralphie on Twitter. But what? How did you get on Ralphie's radar? Because I, I, I saw stuff that he was always he was. I think the bit was he was trying to get you laid, right? Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good old Ralphie. No, I met Ralphie through Twitter, but he was getting like this was back when he only had like a thousand followers, and somebody was just trolling the hell out of him. He kept responding to it, and I responded to Ralph, and I'm like, "Just leave the dude alone. He's getting a rise out of you." He goes, "You know what? Thanks for keeping me in check. I'm following you." And then that was it. So I have no interesting story there, but yes, he did try to. <laughs> He did try to get me laid, which is probably the most interesting of the story. Yeah, that's uh, it, it was a recurring theme. It was like every once in a while he would just check in with you and you'd be like, "You got a stab? You caught a stabbing yet?" I'm just like, "Jesus Christ, dude!" Yeah, and I don't know, I don't know if he just caught just a random tweet. I was definitely gotta been a drunk tweet from me, <laughs> but. <laughs> I don't know how that started either. Just one day he was in my mention. So, um, <laughs> this is Ninja Bridges. She hasn't been laid in years. <laughs> Who's volunteering? <laughs> and, and then if you want to talk about grease balls, you should have checked my message then. God, I can't even oh imagine. Oh, God. I still have one of the followers. I don't know his name, but every once in a while he'll reply to me. And I'm like, ah, oh, God, no. <laughs> Damn it, Ralphie. And so you actually... Got to, and in case anyone doesn't think that when Ralphie does something like, hey, I'm going to fly out a follower or something to a show or something like that, that shit is legit because you actually went on one of the cruises that he did. Yeah, he had contacted me. and Here's the thing. He was doing a contest, okay? But before he announced the contest, I think he already had the winner's picked. Probably. <laughs> because I get a DM from him. was like, hey, what are you doing in September? And I was like, nothing. Why? He's like, do you have a passport? And I was like, no. He's like, go get a passport. And then he wouldn't tell me anything else. So it got close to September. And I was like, so do I really need this passport? Because you still haven't told me what's going on. He's like, yes, go get the passport. So I get a passport. And then September rolls around. He's like, all right, I'm choosing, I think, 12. He took 12 of us, 12 fans and a guest for each fan right. to be flown out. 
and go on a cruise for a week. And I get a DM again, like a week later. He's like, congratulations, you won this contest. I'm like, sweet, because I didn't even enter. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, he flew us out. We went to Cozumel, Mexico. That's how I met Shannon. And then my other friend Shannon went with me. There were some interesting people on that cruise. God, I bet. Yeah. Now, and he actually didn't get to go on the cruise. He was going to come with us, but that was when he ended up in rehab, right? I think it was right before because his wife was the one that was like, "No, you don't get to go." And right. then he was still on Twitter for about a month, and then he kind of disappeared for a little bit. Right. So, because that was the buildup. Ruffy has not had the best luck with cruises. No. So there's the cruise that he didn't get to go on, and then there's the cruise he almost died on. <laughs> I think God, maybe he should just not go on boats anymore. No, and we felt really bad. Well, first we thought he was trolling us because we get on the cruise, and then I guess what they do, the cruise people, is if they don't see that somebody's checked in on the computer, they assume that that person snuck by them. Right. So so they're, like, calling Ralphie May on the thing. Ralphie May, we didn't get you a check-in. Please come make sure you're signed in. I'm like, you can't really miss Ralphie, but I don't think he's here. And so we tweeted him, and we're like, hey, they're calling for you. Are you in here? And he's like, nope. So we thought for a second he was, but negative, which sucks. You pay for 24 people to fly out and join you on this cruise, and you don't even get a go. And you just don't get to show up. Yeah, I saw him, I think, right before that. Um, and he was on, he was doing his tour and, uh, in Tulsa and he, uh, yeah, it didn't seem like he was going to get to make that trip, which was a bummer. Now we actually finally met in person to go to a Ralphie show. Yep. We both, it was in Wichita, right? (laughs) Yep. Which is like, how far are that? That's like three hours for you, right? Yeah, about three, three and a half. So it was like basically in the middle. So we just split the difference. Yeah. I was like, hey, do you know Ralphie's going to be at Wichita? You were like, no. I was like, let's go. So it was on a Sunday. And I brought I brought my buddy Nate. And Nate and I, Nate and I had only like hung out like at like the bar and stuff like that. We'd never actually gone and hung out anywhere together. And so right. then we had like five hours in the car together round trip for that show. <laughs> Was it awkward? And we've been, no, no, no. We've been like we've been like basically best friends since then. Yeah, look at that, Ralphie bringing people together. Exactly, that's what Ralphie does is bring people together. That's right. I, I would say that I probably had a little too much to drink at the sports bar that afternoon before we got <laughs> over there. But uh, oh, that was a good time though. And being being the fat person that I am, I am very cognizant of where I buy my tickets because I. I'm fine if I have to sit in a chair that's not comfortable for me. That's fine. But I don't want to sit somewhere that's going to impact someone, especially someone that I don't know. So I I usually buy accessible seating. So we get there, and we go to the theater, and <laughs> there's just a blank space. And I'm like, yeah, can I get a, can I, can I get, can I get a chair? And they're like, okay. They legit rolled a fucking wheelchair down to the spot. I'm like, yeah, no, no, no. Can I have like a regular chair? And the problem was we were running late because I was too drunk, and we. Get, it's like, I guess I'm just gonna sit in this wheelchair for this show in the middle of the aisle. <laughs> it's like this is 
yeah, this is not one of my. Thank God it was funny because otherwise yeah. I would have been really annoyed. But oh God, I forgot all about that. It was so great because he broke out one of my favorite bits of all time, and I hadn't actually heard it live before. He broke out the Legend of Sweet Dick, and if you yeah. haven't heard, you go on YouTube, search Legend of Sweet Dick. It is one of the funniest things ever. So I was excited that that we got to do that. I saw Ralphie a couple months ago. He uh, came and did a weekend here in Houston. Uh, I got to hang out with him a couple nights. That was pretty awesome. He, uh, Ralphie always, Ralphie always goes out of his way to, to make me feel, feel special. And he lets me hang out and, you know, do my thing and, you know, got to sit around and talk with him for an hour after the show and just catch up with him and, um, he's a good dude and it sucks that yep. he's going through all the crap that he's going through right now and yeah. uh, that he misses his kids and gotta love an ex-wife. I hate, I hate that. I hate that it's in like the blogs and TMZ and stuff like that because yeah. you know that if even there's, even if there is some truth to it, that it's one person's side of the story. I'm not saying whose side of the story, but right. You know, I, well, yeah, I, that first one that came out, I was like, man, she's just telling everything he's already said before. Like, right. he uses this stuff in bits all the time. Yeah. You're just doing it to make money off TMZ at this point. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I thought I thought she was really nice. She's not that funny. No. The fucking <laughs> bit with the guitars and, like, no disrespect. Like, I, I, I appreciate the fact. I, I will always appreciate the fact that someone is trying something. And right. and has a and has an ability and stuff like that, but like after the first like after you hear one funny parody song, like I don't need like twenty minutes of parody songs. You know, it just no. doesn't do anything for me. This is I don't want to bash her. You know, it's not fair. To okay, her. right. And I don't know. And none of us know like their actual like personal details and stuff like that. So you know, I just hope right. that I just hope that he gets a chance to see his kids because. I know that. Uh, yeah, I know that he cares about those kids a lot, and it's got to suck to be a dad and not be able to see your kids. So, I'm with that. Anyway, there's the uh, third uh, bringing it back down to. You I, that was all my fault. That one. That one was all much. my fault. That was all my <laughs> fault. All right. So, what? Uh, what? What's? What's something's coming up this summer that you're excited about? Are you excited? Like, are you into like the nerd movies, like the DC stuff? Or is there anything excited that you're, that you're excited for coming up this summer? A little bit uh, into those by a lot, <laughs> and uh, but the most I'm excited for, and I hope it's not as bad as the fourth one, but I'm sure it will be. I'm looking forward to Pirates of the Caribbean, oh. which is in May. Another, Don't you ugh me? Another greasy-haired <laughs> fuckboy. Hey, that I you have don't to watch. like Johnny Depp. I want to point that out. He's Gross. not on my list. Gross. He is not. He's not on my list. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't like him. Not a fan. Well, I mean, I'm a fan of his acting, but I'm not like, ooh, yeah, write a fanfic about me. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm yes. Both looking forward to That's that. That's next one, weekend. Yeah. Is Deadpool coming out this week or, or this week? This year or is it next year? Next summer. Okay. Yep. I'm already looking forward to that then. Yeah, that'll be good. I'm. It sounds like maybe the Wonder Woman movie is going to be good after all, so I'm excited about that. I hope and, so. Uh, you know, it's so. I, I know I say this every time I talk about these movies on these podcasts, but I'm just excited that I live in this time when they're bringing, like, they're taking this shit seriously and they have the ability to make these movies look cool, even if they're not perfect. Even that, I mean, we still. I mean, I got. 
the more I've seen it, the less I've enjoyed Batman and Superman, Batman v Superman. It's not that it's a bad movie. It, it, it's flawed. But I still live in a world where I got to see Batman punch Superman in the face, you know? Right. This right. is, you know, in in a serious manner. So it's still cool to live in this world and we got, you know, it's 199 days until Justice League. Well, we had some technical issues here to wrap up the show. Uh, Kylie Call dropped, which apparently is her gimmick on podcast as uh, she continues that streak. Uh, I would normally give her an opportunity to say something at the end, but her call is gone and she doesn't get that opportunity. So I would just like to thank Kylie for coming on the show. Uh, She'll be back with us again and we'll have more fun stuff to talk about. Thank you for joining us this week on Just Another White Guys Podcast. We got more stuff coming up for you. Uh, I have a couple of guests already lined up for future shows, so come back and join us for more fun here. I'm Dustin Jones. Thank you for listening. Always protect the five hole. It's just me against the world. 